All right. Welcome. You're in the huddle. I'm your host, Coach Muddle. 422-2428. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type in Coach Muddle and I show up. Or CoachMuddle.com and you can catch all all the recent shows and whatnot. We have an action-packed show. Nevada Nick, as I know, he's all pissed off. He didn't put any shekels on Tiger Woods. Uh, we're going to take your calls at 422-2428. And, of course, Thursday night, the 25th, we're going to be at Mulligan's Point hosting the draft party. Join me, Gary, and a bunch of others as we host first round of the NFL draft on Mulligan's Point. Should be a good time. Come out, show your team colors. It'll be a good time. And I tell you what, I'm I am really upset with these clowns. All of a sudden, everybody thinks the Giants need a wide receiver because they got rid of Odell Beckham, and I'm really upset about that. And I tell you what, the and on uh, what is this? Uh, CBS Sports, this guy, uh, R.J. White, did a draft, mock draft for the Giants. And, you know, he has the Giants not picking a quarterback until 245. With the 245th pick, you're saying the Giants are going to pick their franchise quarterback? I want to know what you're smoking, dude, because you need to get a refund because that stuff ain't good for you, all right? Because there's no way the Giants are going to pick a franchise quarterback at 245. Now, if you told me in that draft that they got they got Josh Rosen from Arizona for something out of this, okay, that's fine. But at 245, you're a developmental guy. Okay, I'm, I'm, let's, let's just face fact. You're a developmental guy at 245, okay? I don't have confidence if you taking my team to a Super Bowl at pick 245, okay? So I am just not really excited when you tell me that the Giants are not going to address their issue until 245 you know okay the first round you're going to go both defense and the second round offensive line and then not get a defensive end until the third round and there is a plethora of defensive ends of of edge rushers in this draft I'm not waiting until the third round to address that unless you have uh clean Farrell from Clemson going at 17 the outside backer is he is he a rusher no he's he's not an edge guy he's an outside backer so you know is he Lawrence Taylor I don't think so. So, you know, and you have Greg Little... I mean that that dude's stock has been dropping. I mean I saw him in 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 earlier mocks in, in way up in the first round. So for him to be down there, but I still in, in pick thirty seven within those three picks you have six seventeen thirty seven. You better have your franchise quarterback in, in one of those three picks. Okay, you better have a defensive end in one of those picks, and you better have an offensive tackle in one of those. Those are your three picks. All right, Dave Gettleman, you better have. Have those three issues addressed in the first 37 pick. Otherwise, drafts a bust in my eyes. Okay, drafts a bust, and then the rest. I mean, you you have an- another dozen picks, so go and get yourself. It's got to be defense, defense. You know, um, I just don't don't see the reason why you know he has them in the fourth round drafting a tight end and in the fifth round a receiver. No need. There's no need. We need help on defense. Help on defense. It needs to be all defense. Defense after you address those first three picks with a tackle and a quarterback are the only, and they better be in the first 37. I'm telling you what, you know, 
And that's my rant this morning about the mock draft, and you'll hear more about it when you show up on Thursday the 20th, or this Thursday at Mulligan's Point for our live draft show. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun time. I'm going to uh, go ahead and get call up the boys, see if we can do a round of golf beforehand, and uh, and have some fun. So uh, hit me up, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, be part of the show, 422-2428. We're going to have an awesome time in uh, with this. Of course, now Russell Wilson becomes the highest paid quarterback in uh, in the league. So kudos to him, man. You got the big bucks, dude. And uh, rightfully so. I mean, you, you went to the Super Bowl uh, twice. You won it once. So, you know, kudos to him. And, you know, so you know that uh, Seattle's not drafting a quarterback. You know, what's what's Green Bay going to do? All right. Green Bay, I think they, they need receiver tight end help. And there is going to be a plethora of tight ends in this draft. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Packers took a tight end with the with their first round pick because Aaron Rodgers needs somebody to football too and unless he can throw the football uh you're not going anywhere so we we have that to talk about uh the yankees trying to right the ship i tell you what paxton uh the other night against boston finally turned things around kind of steadied the ship a little bit i was getting a little worried uh two bad outings uh you know and one against the team you should have won and then you go uh, up against Houston and you kind of crap the bed, but you know you come up against Boston and you you know twelve strikeouts at, at one point he had he had six straight. So uh, good job. I, I'm I'm excited that uh, that's what we needed. You know, big maple, big maple, baby. I, I like that. So uh, the Canadian stepping it up a little bit. They said he was. Uh, Going to be able to handle the pressure in New York. We were a little concerned, but now uh, now it's over. Well, not that it's over, but now that he got a win under his belt, we are a little bit eased, and we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, got to be careful because, you know, Tampa Bay it could very easily run away with this thing. I mean, we're coming into the end of April, and easily, you, you know, could be in a big hole. So... That's the other the other issue we'll have to look at, and uh, you know we're gonna keep our eye on it and check it out. I will uh, be uh, be uh, in into that. And if you just read this, just in Jets head coach Adam Gase, the goal for the New York Football Jets is to overtake the New England Patriots. Okay, dumbass. I love the spirit. Rome wasn't built in a day. And, you know, you want to overtake them? How about try and compete with them first? I'm just saying, okay? I mean, isn't that a little bit easier goal? Let's compete before we start anointing ourselves as overtaking them? I, I don't know. I just don't don't see it. It is um, it's just not feasible. I, I know you're young. You're hungry. You went out. You spent some money. You got a new quarterback, rookie quarterback. Well, his first second year now. You put a running back behind him. Uh, you know. So uh, let's let's go. Let's let's you know. Let's 
be competitive? How about how about being a playoff team first? How about is your goal to be a winning winning record first? I mean, before you start talking about competing with the Patriots, I I, I don't get it. I don't understand it, and, and that's why you're the Jets. I just you know that's my that's my issue. I I don't know your thoughts. Four two 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 four two eight. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just type it in. I pop up. Join the show. CoachMuddle.com. Of course, uh, just be part of, be part of the show. We'll talk about it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back. All right, welcome to the show, Coach. It's Frank Powers. Hey, Jersey. Frank. How you doing, buddy? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, um, I don't know if you saw anything or heard anything on the social media about Rick Pitino yep. making some uh, overtures to return to coaching. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, I, I did see that, uh, you know, his name was mentioned with St. John's. That's right, St. John's. Uh, for your viewers who may not know, and I'm not a big basketball guy, but, I mean, a, a, a name like Pitino is a pretty big name. and He uh, led three different NCAA teams. To, uh, to the Final Four, winning at Louisville and Kentucky. I don't recall how we did at Providence. I think that might have been his first trip to the Final Four. And then, you know, he, he left uh, Louisville and is now coaching in Greece. But uh, with the St. John's opening of uh, Chris Mullen um, uh, moving on, uh, apparently he feels he can turn that program around. Well, I think he, could turn, he can turn any program around. But he's got right. that black cloud now over him. He's got that stigma do you mm-hmm. do you the question is is does the academic side want to deal with that black cloud you're bringing to your basketball program and you right. know St. John's is a pretty prestigious university you know academically and and whatnot so to bring in a guy like that I just don't see and I just don't see them paying him either you know, I, I uh-huh. think that guy's gonna gonna want you know upwards of two three million dollars a year, and I just don't think because I think Mullins was only making about one one point three or somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't know. Well, it might be that Patino just wants back into the game and a little bit of redemption, huh? I think so. And and what a what a place to do it is being in New York, you know, and, and in that mecca of what basketball used to be new york was that mecca for basketball uh-huh. so uh-huh. for him for him to go back there would be awesome but i i just i just don't think st john's wants to take on the extra baggage that goes along with it well yeah i see what you mean um um so it's just a question of um if not st john's would there be another school of a storied program looking to get back into it, or maybe a school um, that hasn't been there that wants to get bumped up, and, and he brings the big name, the big media, and, uh, if anything, uh, the recruitment drive. Yeah, I, I think I think it's that it's that school who really wants to put put their name on the map. I think they're going to they're gonna take the risk. I mean, you know, look at Larry Brown. He's another guy who's won everywhere he went in both professional and college, you know, but he kind of had that black cloud with him because right after he left there, those schools seemed to be on probation. So, you know, is that a school, is there a school willing to take that risk and bring that cloud uh, uh, with them? Yeah. I wonder how big that cloud is. 
I, I would have to think it's pretty big if, you know, the FBI is is involved. The FBI has a file on you, you know. Uh, so that that that's the question is, you know, we, we don't really know the extent of what's in that FBI file. I'm sure the hiring process at some university would be able to open that up and, and look at it and see right. is it is it is the risk you know, is the reward much higher than what the risk is? But right now from us on the outside looking in, that risk looks looks much higher than the reward you're going to get. Yeah. And if, I guess if he had to go to Greece to coach, and I guess if uh, he hasn't been too far away from it. And he won I a mean, championship in Greece. Yes, he did. So yeah. it, it, it's, it, you know, he's he is a proven winner. And, you know, he is that he is that salesman. I mean, he's going to get the top recruits to come to whatever school he's at. And it doesn't, it, you know, it could be the little sisters of the poor university. <laughs> he's he's going to get those top recruits to come and play for him. It doesn't have to be Louisville or Kentucky, you know. So. <laughs> you got me listening with the little sisters of the poor. <laughs> well, I mean, they're in the they're in the uh, redemption business, I <laughs> yes, suppose, right? Right there, you go. Yeah. <laughs> All so. right, Dan. Although, hey, thanks for taking the call and uh, enjoy the show, and um, hope to talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Frank. We appreciate the call, man. You have a great day. Yeah, have a have a good Easter. You too. Thank you. All right, and another a great call from Frank, and we appreciate the calls. You want to be part of the show, 422-2428, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just type in Coach Muddle. I'm there. And, of course, CoachMuddle.com. You can check out old shows and, and get involved, see all the stuff uh, going on. And, and, of course, this Thursday, the 25th, at Mulligan's Point, big draft party. Join me, Gary, and a host of others as we uh, do the entire first round of the draft. We're going to start at 7. I am going to try and play around a golf out there and see. Uh, check it out. Let the guys know um, what's going on uh, on the course. Never been up there, never played it. So, uh, you know, I'm going to reach out to some of the uh, – some of my buddies see if they want to, you know, swing the clubs a little bit as the weather warms up, and uh, we get it gets uh, it gets fun. I think someone pocket dialed us there. So all right, fun, fun, fun always here in the huddle with Coach Muddle, and of course we always get people joining in. So here we go. Uh, we got a question. In here, and it says, Do you have confidence in Kyler Murray to take him first overall? Such a risky pick. I would not. Who is the who is the safest pick in this year's draft, in my opinion? Well, I do not have confidence in taking Kyler Murray in the first pick. And I, I appreciate uh Josh with the with the uh with the tweet question, as you can too. Just reach out, Coach Munnell. Uh, and, and I think Allen, uh, the the kid, uh, the defensive end, I think he is the safest pick. I'm not a big fan of Joey Bosa right now because, you know, when you watch tape 
and like myself, I, I consider myself a, a, a tape watcher. I, I like to watch a lot of football tape. And, and when you're drafting a guy in one, two, three, four, five, you know, they, they need to jump out at you, you know, and you know you're looking, you know that's who you're watching. And, and Joey Bosa doesn't do that for me. I, I'm just saying there, there's nothing really spectacular. I think he'll be a, uh, he'll be a good player, but I don't think he's going to be, you know, uh, what you would expect from being taken first or second overall. I, I think Allen will be that guy. Uh, you know that that that's my that's my prediction. Um, with that, and I appreciate. I appreciate Josh reaching out. Of course, you guys can join us and see us on Thursday at Mulligan's Point. We'll be uh, doing all the draft stuff uh, starting in at 7. Uh, food, fun, and uh, and me, Coach Muddle. So uh, the huddle's moving to Mulligan's Point for uh, Thursday night. So you can join us for the fun. And uh, we're going to take a uh, quick break, time out, and We'll be uh, right back. And as always, Nevada Nick, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> how you doing, Coach? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How you been? I'm doing well. Doing well. Can't complain. Yeah, I know you're hurt. You're you're kicking yourself with Tiger Woods. I know you are. Oh, uh, I am. I am. I was gonna. I was gonna bet him, and I didn't. And uh, yeah, I actually had a discussion with somebody, you know, at a watering hole, and. You know, I was one who said Tiger would never win a major again. And then after last year, seeing, you know, he he was in first place on, I believe it was Saturday at the British Open and finished second at the PGA Championship, you could see he was kind of returning to form, and he was finally healthy. And then earlier in the week, Jack Nicholas said he saw him playing, said he looks good. And I I, I was talking to somebody, I said, uh, I think he's going to win again. It's going to happen, and... Uh, it was Sunday, so <laughs> I just, you know, like I said, I wish I had money on them. So. <laughs> oh. That would have been the Daytona champion and the Masters champion. Yeah, man, you would have been on, you would have been on quite a streak, man. <laughs> yeah. So, man, all right, so so let's uh, let's jump in. We got NFL draft coming up. Yeah. And uh, so, so what do you what do you think? You know, the Eagles wound up getting a running back from Chicago. So I feel like the Eagles don't need to spend a first round pick on a back now. They can probably do that in the second and third round and still get a quality yeah. back. But where where, where do the Eagles go here with with their first pick? Uh, you know, honestly, if it were me, um, some people are saying defensive line. I mean, I know you lost Michael Bennett, but you get Malik Jackson from the Jaguars. Personally, you got an aging Jason Kelsey. You got an aging Jason Peters. Um, you don't know the, you know, Brandon Brooks is coming off an injury. He tore his Achilles against the Saints. So, you know, as, as you know, Coach, you're only as good as you are up front. Um, so I think I would draft offensive line. I mean, I know sometimes it's not – the pretty thing, but you, you, you draft for the future. And, you know, right now, Jason Peters is basically, I mean, a lot of people didn't think he was going to come back this year. So, I mean, I really think you got to draft a tackle, you know, to either, 
you know, because there's, you know, they're saying they may flip Lane Johnson, the left tackle. So then, you know, obviously you would draft a right tackle or a left tackle. I mean, that's the route I would go. And I agree. I mean, the Eagles don't value running backs for, like, first round. So if they do, yeah, I agree with you 100%. If they do grab a running back, I think it's going to be in the second or the third round. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think there'll be some quality linemen uh, down in the, in where, where the Eagles are drafting. I, I think there'll be a couple mm-hmm. of good ones there. And I, and I have to agree. I think you get your – especially with a young quarterback who's been so far injury prone, you know, you, you have, you have to protect him and keep him upright. So I, I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think offensive line is the, is the way to go. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because you got the whole Arizona situation. Are they going to draft Kyler Murray? And then if they do, I mean, you got to believe they're going to dump Rosen and he's been rumored to go to, you know, New England possibly, which I think would be a uh, you know a great spot for him because New England, you know, you gotta eventually, you know, not saying they gotta move on from Brady this year or next year, but you gotta have a replacement, you know. And um, I think Belichick thought he had that with Garoppolo, and then you know Brady just just yeah, he, he just he just keeps doing fall it. Off a cliff and it doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I know Max Kellerman. He's been going off the cliff for the last four years with Max Kellerman, <laughs> right? And, and I, but I, and I think I was saying that too uh, off the air earlier with Gary. I, I was saying that you know New England is a good spot because they like getting good talent cheap, and you're getting a first round yeah. talent. Probably going to yeah. be able to pick him up for a second round pick, maybe a second and a third. You'll probably get him yeah. pretty cheap, and you know. There's no rush for Tom. You let Tom do his thing, and you know right. you 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 got that kid in the in in the wings waiting. And if yeah, Tom if winds up better, going through the right. contract, then you dump him like like they do with everybody else. Well, I think, like I said, I think that's what Belichick wanted to do with Garoppolo. I mean, that's what the Patriots are known for. But I think Robert Kraft that was the one time he said no. We're not getting rid of Brady. I think Belichick kind of wanted to prove that he could do it without Tom Brady. Um, you know, and I, I don't. But Garoppolo's not Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Right. I mean Brady's in a class of his own. Um, Garoppolo, everybody's. You know, I mean, he's, he's had four or five nice games. Don't get me wrong, but you can't compare somebody like that to uh, Tom Brady, obviously. Um, so, but like you know, the rich get richer. The Patriots have ten, ten draft picks. And if they were able to get Rosen, the number 10 pick in the draft for a second or a third round draft pick, I mean, once again, it's like I said, the rich get richer. <laughs> right. Absolutely. 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 And, and, you know, I, and also I think, I think the Eagles also I've seen where they're picking the kid Addersley from uh, Delaware, the safety. I've seen him go to the mm-hmm. Eagles uh, in that round too. Cause again, the Eagles did have some, you know, a, a lot of, uh, you know, holes in their in their secondary. Right, plus Rodney McLeod's coming off the, uh, I believe he tore his ACL. You know, I mean, Malcolm Jenkins is pretty solid, but, you know, you never know. That's why McLeod signed a one-year deal. Um, and, and we'll see. I mean, that's another position Eagle could go is in the secondary, possibly. I mean, because they started playing better down the stretch and getting in the playoffs, but, man, there was guys I remember, you know, I've been I'm a lifelong Eagles fan, 
I, I, LeBlanc and how was who are these guys? I, you know, I never I never heard of them. I thought, you know, are we playing so- soccer in France or are we playing football? <laughs> right. We got LeBlanc playing corner, you know. <laughs> right, right. You know, and and we'll 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 see how that all plays out on, on Thursday. So yeah, well, it, yeah, it's a week from Thursday, Korea. It's the next Thursday, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, the, I think it's the twenty fifth or something it's like the that. Twi- yeah, it's so the twenty fifth on Thursday. <laughs> so, mm. so yeah, we're um, and then now the Phillies they're kind of kind of coming back down to earth a little bit, le- leveling out a little bit. You know, uh, yeah, well the big the biggest thing with that coach is uh, what surprises me is their their ace Nola has he started had a great first start, and then his last three starts he's gotten rocked. Uh, Arietta's been good. He's picked well so far, but I can tell you this. If Noah doesn't have a good year, the Phillies are in trouble. I mean, they can score runs, but like you said, they've come down to earth a little bit, and, um, you know, the relief pitching hasn't been great. And, you know, other than Arietta, the starting pitching's been a question mark. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's why I'm surprised. You know, there was rumors they were looking to trade possibly for Madison Bumgarner. Um, but I don't understand why they're not out there right now. Supposedly Dallas Kukul's willing to take a one-year deal. I, I mean, they have plenty of money. They haven't spent for a few years. Give them, give them twenty-five million. I mean, I don't. I, mean, I, I agree. I, I, you know, because I said, you know, Keuchel's still out there. You know, one-year yeah. deal. I just don't see the Giants dealing him, dealing Bumgarner in the National League. I can see them sending him to an American League team. I just don't see him send them. You know where they where they have to face them a couple of times every year. I just don't right. see that happening. Yeah, so what's go, what, what's going on out in the AL East with your team, the Yankees? Man, oh. they, got, they got more guys in the hospital on their and their starting lineup <laughs> than they do on you know actually playing. I know <laughs> I, they were reading the lineup the other night, and I'm like, who are some of these names? I've never even heard of yeah. them. But you know, yeah, it's... my uncle's a huge Yankees fan, and he actually texted me. The, the lineup, the starting lineup that's on the IL, the injured, the injured list, and then the I mean, it's, it's amazing. The, uh, you know, Andujar and and uh, Stanton's not playing, I don't believe. Nope. And it's, it's just. You know, it's you got Patances, you got, and you got your, your, your one A pitcher, cause he's not your, your one. He's your one A yeah. guy, uh, in, in Severino. So, yeah. And Aaron Hicks, their leadoff hitter, he's on, he's on the injured list. Yeah. He's scheduled so. to come back here shortly, uh, as well as, um, uh, CC is supposed to be back. So hopefully, uh, Hopefully we'll be able to get those guys in the lineup and and start moving forward. It's just been it's been crazy, but you know they got a big win against Boston, so uh, that helps you know s- settle settle us Yankee fan base down a little bit. You know, oh, I agree. Yeah, you know, it's it's a marathon, not a you know it's it's a long season, but you know. You know, you can bury yourself in April, and you look at a team like the the Rays. Now, I believe they're thirteen and four. Yep. And like the the Red Sox are six and twelve or something like that. And yeah, you, know, you, you, you could if, turn if, around. Yeah, you could pull a sweep or something. You know, the Red Sox could find themselves nine, ten games out of first place, and you're not even out of April yet. You know. Absolutely, and I, and I, I was talking about that earlier as well. Is that you know the Yankees. 
uh, and the Red Sox, for that matter, could find themselves in too big a hole if uh, if the Rays keep 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 on doing what they're doing. I mean, we'll see their their ace pitcher uh, broke his toe, I believe, or or something with yeah. his big it's his Snell. landing foot, yeah. Snell. So we'll see how that hurts them. But this whole pitching by committee last year it was the laughing stock, and now all of a sudden, you know, they're they're out of the gates on fire. So we'll we'll see yeah. how that works out for them. Yeah, I mean, it's that forward thinking. But the the problem with Tampa Bay, much like Miami, you think, or, or Florida Marlins, whatever they call themselves nowadays. Right. Think about Florida, Coach. They had, I mean, tragically, they lost Fernandez, the starting pitcher. Right. But they had Kristen Yelich, who has got, what, 25 RBIs and nine home runs already. They had Mike Stanton. And then they had JT Romulto. So they had three of the, I mean, top position players at their position in baseball. Right. And then you had a guy like Fernandez, and it's just a problem, like I said, with Tampa Bay and Florida. They don't draw, so they really can't afford to pay those guys, much like Miguel Cabrera and those guys when they won an 0-3, they pretty much had to sell them off. Right, right. That's that's basically what happens when, you know, they have a big, beautiful park uh, and uh, it was just, uh, and it's just a shame that you know they're they just can't compete with all the other things going on in South Florida, right? Especially when you got you know the kind of money that Boston and the Yankees can spend, you know, and the the, the, the they're just trust me, it's just going to build up because the Yankees, you know, usually like the old George, you know, he would just. Like this year, George probably would have signed Machado and Harper. You're That's absolutely right. Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. That and, would have been. Yeah, um, they, 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 they. I really, they, they, they wanted to uh, build through the farm system, and I mean, you just see the talent they have. And once they're healthy, and you know, they're gonna spend money, but it's just when they fill this lineup out, you know, it's gonna be scary over the next five to ten years if the Yankees stay healthy how good they could be absolutely and and you know uh, I think I think what's holding the Yankees back was you know they are gonna have to back up the truck for Mm -hmm. uh for judge you know and right you know and then you you know Andujar and you know the catcher, why why can't I think of his name all of a sudden? But you got all Sanchez. these guys who are gonna have to get paid. So Yeah, Gary you know, Sanchez. Gary Sanchez, yeah. thank you. And, and yeah. you know, you get you're gonna have to back up the truck and I and I think you know, you're gonna see you're gonna see, you know, some of those guys are gonna have to leave. You know, and yeah. unfortunately. Well, plus there's so many unknowns too with like I know Russell Wilson. He, in his new deal, when he gave him the deadline, he wanted an un, 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 unknown type contract. He wanted to have his contract go up basically as the salary cap goes up. Right. His contract goes up, which is unheard of. And, you know, plus there's all these unknowns now with gambling being legal. You know, baseball's going to make money off that. So, and, you know, when you're Aaron Judge, too, you're in New York. So. You make them all kinds of money in, you know, whatever it may be, jersey sales, all that. So, right. I mean, you're in the media mecca of the world, you know. So, now you're right, and I'm sure Aaron Judge, you just saw Trout got $430 million. I don't think he's better than Trout, 
But you know how it goes. Russell Wilson wanted the biggest contract. Do I think he's better than Aaron Rodgers? No, but it's just the guy. They always want to break the guy before. Right. You know, just like when Wentz, when Wentz goes to re-up. Um, I think Wentz is a little bit more humble. I don't know that he's going to want to get to be paid the highest, but you never know. See, these agents and the players put a lot of pressure on these guys to do it because they want, obviously, the numbers to go up and up and up, you know, right. I mean, which I get. I mean, it's just, I mean, uh, trust me, as you know, the owners are making money, too. Absolutely. 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 But, uh, you know, and we'll see, you know, but Wentz is going to have to, you know, he's going to have to prove himself if the Eagles are even going to think about him. Yeah, I wouldn't sign him this day. I mean, a lot of people thought it was going to be this offseason where they would sign him, but I can I think you see basically now since the, the the ACL and then last year being hurt, it's going to be a, this is a huge prove it year for him. If he's hurt again at some point, I think the Eagles are going to be really probably apprehensive to give him a long-term deal and you may see them go down the road of doing some franchise tags, you know, and see if he can get a couple years where he can be healthy because, I mean, you know, two of his four years in college now and now, you know, two of the years in the NFL, I mean, the percentages are say he's injury prone. You know, I, you could say they're freak injuries, but still, you know, all I know is, uh, you know, in the playoffs, the first two years he's starting, he couldn't play. So, you know, when you're not on the field, you can't help your team. Right. Absolutely, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles in the fourth, fifth round take a quarterback. Just a developmental yeah, I mean, because, guy. I mean, because yep. they're, you know, who's your backup? Uh, you know, yeah, and no, it's Nate Sudfeld, and he's not Nick Foles. And you saw how good it is when you can have a viable backup like Nick Foles. I mean, we don't win a Super Bowl without Nick Foles. If they just were like other teams and just had your throwaway backup, like you know, Mark Sanchez's of the world, or or, or, you know, whoever, the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl. I mean, so that's how important it is to be able to have a good backup QB that, you know, you have faith in behind your starting QB. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I believe that. I I think that uh, I wouldn't be surprised that in this draft you see the Eagles, uh, you know, spend it on a a guy um, in those later rounds. All right, Coach, I got a couple picks for you, too. I'm going to go with the uh, Sixers and the Raptors to cover in game four. Okay. All right. All right. You know, you sure? Because the Sixers were, uh, you know, they like tweeting and stuff on the sideline or whatever they they were doing in game one. I mean, yeah. Amir Johnson got caught on his cell phone. (laughs) But supposedly, which I think you would understand, Coach, they said, he had a very sick sick daughter, and he wasn't going to play. I think he was inactive, and he was kind of checking on to see if his daughter was okay. I mean, I think that's an understandable excuse, right. you know. And now, if he's tweeting on the sideline, they see tweets and playing around on social media, I'd have a problem with it. But, you know, with a sick daughter, I mean, I, I think that's an understandable excuse. So, I mean, but it just shows you the difference of how it is nowadays. I don't know if you heard about what Cliff Kingsbury is going to do in Arizona with the cell phone breaks. Did you hear about that? Yes, I heard about that. I think that's ridiculous. Honestly, we're talking about adult men that they have to give them cell phone breaks. Well, and not just that, Coach. You're you're millionaires. So you're getting paid millions of dollars, and you need – I love that he said, you know, they they can't sit still. They don't like to pay attention. They like to know what's going on in social media. Well, you know, (laughs) tell them this is the real world, you know – Anybody else making any type of wage, whether it's a labor worker to your businessman, 
you can't be on your phone at work. You know, yeah. that's how it goes, you know, but it's a shame that they, they, we coddle to these kids and these millennials. And I can imagine these, uh, the old timers, the old football guys, the Chuck McNerricks are rolling in their grave. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? I, I know. Chuck McNerick, he would work six days a week. Chuck Derek shoveled the snow out of Franklin Field before he played. They played in the <laughs> NFL championship, and then played both ways. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so. crazy. I, I know. Uh, you know, um, and and uh, you may not know. A uh, guy I used to know, uh, Joe Mickles, played for the Redskins. Right, got traded to San Diego, okay. and th- and during the off season would work because he thought that that there a guy got a couple guys got cut. And he goes, man, those guys were better than me. I better go get a job in case I get cut. And that right. dude, that dude worked during the off season because he was afraid of getting cut, you know, and needed to have a backup <laughs> plan. I mean, but right. that that was the mindset, you know, uh, of the guys right. back then. That today, that it doesn't doesn't operate with that. But no, I, I uh, couldn't imagine if me and you were. Well, you are a coach, but <laughs> you know, in the NFL. I'll tell you, I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle that if, you know, a, a cell phone break. That that cell phone would be broke. That's what would happen. Well, I tell you what, it's broke as I threw it against <laughs> the wall. And and that's why I'm sitting here talking to you and not out in the field <laughs> with a whistle, you know? I mean, that, that's 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 one of it. So well, and that's Nav- why I just I gamble on sports and don't coach. Them, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nevada Nick. All right, coach. It's great as always, and uh, we'll Thanks, talk coach. to you next week. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate Sounds it. Good. All right, take See care. You. All right, we're back. Four two 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 four two eight. You're in the huddle with me, Coach Muddle. Just type it in, Coach Muddle, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, CoachMuddle.com. And what a great show we had. I can't wait. I'll see everybody Thursday night, 7 p.m., Mulligan's Point, our big draft party. Be there or be square. All right, have a great rest of your week. Happy Easter and have an awesome week. Can't wait till Thursday for the uh, big draft party with the folks out there at Mulligan's Point. So it should be it should be a fun time. Of course, you can catch up on all the Coach Muddle stuff on CoachMuddle.com. And, of course, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Just go ahead and uh, type in Coach Muddle and I pop up. So I look forward to interacting with you guys. And we are going to have a fun, fun time Thursday night. I hope everybody makes it out there and check it out. It'll be fun. Uh, I'm super excited. I mean, I I'm can't, I just can't can't wait till, till we're there. So we should have a uh, fun time. So, all right, guys, we're going to break the huddle. You guys have a great week. And we will see you next week. And I'll see you live in person on Thursday night, 7 p.m. at Mulligan's Point. All right, guys, have a good one.